It's Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. I'm Cameron Weir and welcome to TMI Daily, your daily roundup of everything people are talking about online, since they aren't allowed to talk about it in person. Today is Cinco de Mayo, the day Americans celebrate Mexicans driving the snakes out of Ireland. Or at least that's what my friend from high school who listens to Joe Rogan said. Facebook announced that their ban of Donald Trump will stay in place, for now. Thankfully, your dementia-ridden uncle is still allowed on Facebook to put up garbage like, repost this if you think Melania is our classiest first lady ever. <laughs> the booster section of a Chinese rocket is in an uncontrolled fall toward Earth and should hit on May 8th. Now, while scientists say the odds are good it will crash into the ocean or an unpopulated area, you might want to carry an umbrella that day, just in case. A new study showed that the U.S. had a record low birth rate in 2020. Well, considering how most Americans handled themselves last year, maybe it ain't so bad that we're not breathing. Pandora, the world's largest jewelry maker, announced that it will switch to lab-created diamonds that are more environmentally friendly and are guaranteed conflict-free. Granted, there will still be conflict, especially when you tell your girlfriend her cubic zirconia engagement ring is just as good as one of those diamonds they're making in a lab. Prince William and Kate Middleton have launched their own YouTube channel. Man, I don't know about you, but I can't wait to see that ghost pepper challenge. Woo! This morning, to commemorate her 33rd birthday on Instagram, Adele wowed all of us with a stunningly gorgeous makeup-free photo. At least that's what we were told to say so that none of you cancel us. Andrew Garfield claims he is not making a cameo appearance in the next Spider-Man movie, despite a rumor that all previous actors will appear. Of course, someone who played Peter Parker has plenty of experience denying he's Spider-Man. To cash in on Korean music sensations like BTS, HBO Max is developing a K-pop boy band reality show with the twist that all the contestants will be from Latin America, which begs the question, does HBO not know what the K stands for? Federal authorities are demanding that Kim Kardashian forfeit an ancient Roman sculpture that was apparently illegally smuggled out of Italy. While the theft of ancient treasures is bad, it's refreshing to see a Kardashian stealing from white culture for a change. Now let's send it over to tonight's TMI Daily cast and crew roundtable. Stay safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TMI Daily. I'm Veronica Yellow, and as always, I'm joined by some of my TMI Daily crew. And if you're looking at me right now, no, I did not just get off my shift at El Torito. I'm celebrating Cinco de Mayo. So let's go around and say hello to everyone watching at home or listening to our TMI Daily podcast. Let's start with you, Pete. So like earlier today, I said to myself, let me do something to keep in the spirit of the whole single de Mayo thing. So what I was going to do was I was going to shave off my beard and leave the mustache just so that I could, uh, you know, emulate some of the uh, the men on the telenovelas that Veronica likes to watch so much. Um, and so I started shaving the beard and I and I totally forgot that the reason why I was doing it was to keep the mustache. And I got about a quarter of the way through the mustache and I realized, well, now I can't keep the mustache unless I go with the Hitler mustache. I thought against it. Thankfully. Now, if, if you did that, would you be culturally appropriating or no? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Okay. I'm okay with that. Sure. Okay. Can it just be the Charlie Chaplin? I, I think, listen, culturally appropriation is fine as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Joe. Hi, everyone listening on Google Podcasts. Of course, a very happy Cinco de Mayo today. 
Also, very happy Astronauts Day today. Um, Cinco de Mayo is a wonderful holiday, but uh, since Pete couldn't do his telenovela character, maybe I can be a villain. (laughs) 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 Too bad I'm wearing pajama pants or I'd have a big belt buckle. (laughs) (laughs) And to my other fellow Mexican, Danny, how are you today? (laughs) Hola, mi gente, y bienvenidos a nuestro programa. Uh-oh. Feliz Cinco de Mayo. Aquí estoy en la Placita Olvera, deseando unos tacos de Cielito Lindo. Ay, qué rico los tacos de Cielito Lindo. Oh, God. Yes. This is, this is, gonna, this is so going to kill our American audience. But not our audience in Pakistan. Our, our Korean audience has no idea. Here's everybody. <laughs> I think we lost most of Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello, happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, I don't have much to contribute because I don't know Spanish or uh, history. Actually, I know history, but just not this history. <laughs> oh, wait, Elizabeth. Yes. You're white and you're from Michigan. You mm-hmm. can do the last half of Cinco de Mayo and talk about mayo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, my family's from County Mayo in Ireland. There we go! <laughs> I always forget to look up what mayo actually translates to in uh, in Irish Gaelic, but I do. I'm like, don't tell people you're from County Mayo. You're so goddamn white. I, I do happen to know that what it translates to. It translates to white people seasoning. Yep. You know, I have to say, Elizabeth, I, I love the Irish people. I've been to Ireland. It's like the place I've ever been to. And Irish people and Mexicans have a lot in common. They really get along, yeah. On to the, you know, to the culture as well. So yeah. we're very similar. There's a lot of crossover, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a nice exchange. Uh, Cam. Hola. Uh, feliz Cinco de Mayo. Uh, lo siento, mi español es muy horrible. <laughs> No, yo, yo, tengo, yo tengo tres años en Escuela, pero mi escuela es en Ohio. Ah, <laughs> that is you're making me jealous because all I know how to say, even after being married to a, a, a Mexican-American, is, is how to say I have a yellow pencil and something about the size of my genitals. And th- th- that's it. I just, I don't know. At least you get what you want. Yeah. Cameron, lo hablas muy bien. I have no idea what he said. <laughs> and Stuart. He got lost in my eyes. Mis ojos. Hola. Mis <laughs> wow, Stuart, I didn't know you were fluent as well. <laughs> See? <laughs> Stuart's got more of a chance of being sexually fluent than he is his fluent in Spanish. <laughs> Okay, so let's start tonight's show. So we wanted to real quickly get reactions surrounding the news that Donald Trump will be continued to be banned from Facebook and Instagram for now. So can someone tell us on what the actual decision was today? Pete, let's start with you and then I'll go to Cam. Well, the independent commission that Facebook um, asked to, to review this came back and said that they were right in, in actually banning him after the, um, after the January 6th riots because of the comments he made later on that night, praising the people, telling them that they were loved and all that stuff. Um, and they said that, that he continues to be a threat um, now, but they also felt that the uh, that this should not be a lifetime ban and that it should be Facebook's job, not somebody else's job, to make a decision on when the ban should end. So they basically dumped it back into their laps and said, you know, maybe you should review this again in six months or whenever. Hey, Cam, did you want to add something? 
Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, P- Peter summed it up nicely that they just punted it Thank back to, 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 okay, Zuckerberg, it, it's in your court again. And which, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember when conservatives would have said, yes, of course, it's, it's a private corporation. It's, it's their, their right to decide how and, and who uses it until they, you know, you start pissing off their dear leader. Um, I just think it's interesting that people are, are still hoping or expecting Trump to come up with his own social media, which isn't going to happen because he's too lazy, no real money. And third, and more importantly, um, that would actually make him or any of the people funding it accountable for the people saying and doing things on anything associated with Trump. Because right now they can let Twitter, Parler, whoever moderate the Nazis and supremacists and others. But as soon as Trump's associated with it, he owns it and he can't distance himself at all. Right. Elizabeth. I thought he started not exactly a platform, but uh, they're kind of calling it a social media thing. But all it is is him just pumping out it's things. A blog site. Right? Like, yeah. The blog. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's, you yeah. can't comment and you can't like interact. Like you yeah. can't, it's not truly social, obviously. But, yeah. Um, he releases uh, press statements from the office of the president the in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, I would so. like to point out that his blog does have links so you can share what he puts on his blog on both Twitter and Facebook. Mm. So I think that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it gets taken down right away, but he put those links on there so you can like share his blog posts on those, on those platforms. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. It's like, how does that work? You know I mean? If you can't have his stuff. He can't him. post, but someone can post. Yeah, on someone his else will post it. Eventually it, eventually it'll probably get taken down. Yeah, but as soon as he says something that's misinformation because he's no longer the president, I, I was reading this earlier. Anything that he po- that he puts up that somebody else posts will get will get flagged as being fake. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll, I don't know if it gets taken down, but it it, there, it won't be up there just with without an explanation on it. What I think is really funny is that he doesn't have links to post it on either Parler or what's the other with the Facebook version of Frank. Yeah, the, the Mike Lindell site. There, there's another one. That's he, he has one just called Frank. Yeah. The Mike Lindell did one called Frank. Um, okay. But there's another one that's like, suppose like when they came, it was like the Facebook version of it. But <laughs> Sorry, anyway, he doesn't have, been he doesn't have those links, which I think is interesting. Like you can't just link share it to Parler or whatnot. So hmm. go figure. Yeah, so yeah, Mike was, Lindell obviously was, should have created Pillow Talk. Duh. <laughs> I was hearing one pundit uh, put out the, the, the idea that you know, Facebook should could offer him the caveat. Okay, you come back, but you have to admit that it was a free and fair election, that you lost the election, that Joe Biden is the president, that there is no big lie or conspiracy mm-hmm. to steal the election, which that sounds great. But at the same time, I feel like he would do that and then just go right back to the shenanigans again anyway. Yeah, I don't think he'd ever agree even. I think he wouldn't even agree. And even if he did, and at this point with the QAnon people whatnot, even when he isn't president on this date and then they push the the goalpost back far, he's not the president, they're still finding meaning in it. (laughs) So if he were to come out and say that, they say, well, well, this is, there's there's something in here. Oh, there's the, there's a letter Q behind him. Yeah. He should be banned for life like he is on Twitter. He should be, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just I heard that the QAnon says that now that Trump is going to be back in office once Don Jr. gets his heavy hauler license because um, he's been he's starting to be a, a, a tractor trailer driver. So as soon as that's done, wait, wait really? No, I'm joking. Okay, I was like, <laughs> but, I, I know, don't know. No, they're so nuts. I don't they know what they're the going to do. And they're so nuts that it's like, oh yeah, that's that's kind of plausible. That actually. was like just plausible <laughs> enough that I was like, wait, really? 
I know, I know. <laughs> also, you, Veronica, you said like, oh, your reaction to the band, I was like, bye, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the last thing I just want to ask real quick is how do you think this decision is going to affect Trump and the Republican Party, if any? Effect? It'll go to SCOTUS at some point. I no, I, see, I, th- I don't think it will because it's a private company. I think the, the, the thing that it affects is that they said that in the in the months after the election, Trump raised three hundred and twenty four million dollars on Facebook. So he's not going to be able to raise three hundred and twenty four million dollars any longer. That's that's really the only effect. I think it actually helps the Republican Party that Trump's not, you know, that he doesn't have more access to keep saying things because every time he says something crazy, 90 percent of the Republican politicians all have to emulate it. So the less that he could say out loud, the the the, uh, the more chance that they're going to sound less crazy, even though they sound so crazy. Yeah. OK, Joe, finish us off with this topic. Go ahead. Uh, the other thing is, is it just helps to fuel the whole Republicans uh, saying that they're being canceled. When when they're not, you know, it's just it just adds to the insanity that's going on over there. And and we're seeing more and more of the split that's going on between the between the Republicans themselves. They're becoming two different parties, too. So I think that just that just helps to make that divide get bigger. And I think before the end of the year, we're going to see the party either go one huge direction or another like that. That split that rift can't last through the rest of the summer without something happening. Okay, so let's go on to our next segment. Sure, it's always good to discuss real-world news and give our opinions, but it's also more fun to discuss stories we have absolutely no way of knowing are true. For that reason, it's time for This Week in Gossip, in which we've gone through all of the major gossip websites and pulled some of the biggest stories of the week, none of which we verified to be true. I'll tell you the story, and you can tell me either what you know about it or just comment on it. Okay, so the first story is about Caitlyn Jenner. So reports claim that Caitlyn Jenner cannot stop getting plastic surgery. Thoughts? I've nothing to say about this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably like that's. Yeah. I mean, it, it tracks along with the, with the rest of her family. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, it do, doesn't shock me. Uh, like Stuart said, it's kind of like runs in the family, and. Um, yeah, I, was, I mean, do what you want, but also, I guess I don't care at the end of the day what she does with her her face or body. You know, Well, this this was an interesting one because it was actually tracking on multiple different gossip sites. But the one that I found the most the most fun was that she thinks that she might have gone too large on her breasts, and that smaller breasts might equal more votes. So oh, she's thinking about getting a breast reduction. One thing because, I know about the Republican Party. Because it might be more votes for I don't listen, you're right, Stuart. All rest will not equal more votes. <laughs> yeah. Cam. Well that's that's true because there's well, anytime there's a recall in California, one of the top candidates is usually a porn star. Uh, and they haven't won, so maybe it's because of the big breast. But I was gonna say it Medically, is she still required to have surgeries? Is it a oh, as far as doctors telling her to have surgeries? I suppose as far as it's hard decisions. It's all just plastic, personal like choice. It's nothing medically required, as far as I understand. I I guess there's a meeting for that. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with all the anonymouses. Just the just the one I'm in. 
That's no, that's very true. People get addicted to it, which is it, it can get dangerous after a while because it's a lot of procedures, a lot of trauma to put your body through. I, I'm, I'm sure Caitlyn Jenner turning into one of those cat ladies is <laughs> worst end of the road. So the next, so the next story is: Is Meghan Markle spending four hundred thousand dollars on a new nursery for the new baby? What do you guys think about her spending? Four hundred thousand dollars on a nursery. You asking is she doing that or she is doing that? Well, that's that's the, that's uh, the rumor. rumor. That's the rumor. So, what are your thoughts on that, or anything that you want to add, or something that you know about the story, um, Joe? <laughs> uh, they're they're still in L.A., right? They're are they yeah. are they yeah yeah. Glad so like four hundred thousand dollars isn't that much money? I mean, you know how small of a, of a space area that is in Los <laughs> Angeles, real estate wise. I mean, that's that's just one room. So yeah, I could see that. I mean, if they're putting an extension on Tyler Perry's house for the baby. That mm-hmm. that'll easily cost that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really good point. Like they're not saying, you know, if it's just for the decor or are they actually building a yeah, nursery? They could the be baby. building an addition. So Elizabeth. Yeah, it could be all sorts of renovations. They put a lot of money in the Frogmore Cottage, which was my favorite name, uh, when they were getting married uh, initially in England. And I just was selling up on like I'm like Frogmore Cottage, it's so perfectly like Harry Potter, Narnia, like, oh, you need to go down to Frogmore Frog Cottage Frog and talk to, talk to Winded, Mr. Badger. About... I think that, that was actually in Wind of the Willow. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, Toad Hall, right? Like, <laughs> um, But they, like, totally renovated that space. I think they, you know, they just like to do it. And, yeah, the amount of money doesn't really shock me. I, they could spend $10 on the nursery or, like, 400000 No, No one would be happy with what they did. They'd be furious either way. Pete? Well, this here's an interesting thought. If I told you that this story originated on a British tabloid, would that <laughs> mean, mean more to you that maybe it wasn't true? Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, it did. It started on a British tabloid. Not even surprised. So, <laughs> so yeah, because because of course they have to make them out to be the biggest, you know, motherfuckers on earth about yeah. everything. Then that's only like 320 pounds sterling. <laughs> which then seems acceptable. Stuart, did you want to add something? I mean, if you're going to make up something that Meghan Markle's spending a ton of money on, her kid seems like seems like something that you, you if you're going to want to make her look bad, her kid seems like something you don't want to touch. Like make make it like jewelry or some shit that like you know isn't is for her, not for her. her oh, kid. but mo- mom shaming's a big business, my friend. Mo- moms can do no right and no wrong. There's nothing they can do <laughs> that won't get scrutinized. That's very true. You bought that blanket for the baby. You used that crib. You didn't buy them this thing. How are you raising a child without X, Y, or Z? Are you mad? Mom You're should be able to slap people. This? I think mom should be, should be able to slap people. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a report that Hilaria and Alec Baldwin are struggling to find nannies for their six kids. <laughs> sorry. Who would be the, okay. I'm sorry, but who would want to be the nanny for those kids? I just, I don't know. I, I think it's a crazy How thing. do you say children in Spanish again, Hilaria? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, <he's> looking, <laughs> maybe she's looking for a Spanish-speaking nanny, and she hasn't been able to find one that she, you know, she can actually understand. I don't know. <laughs> um, Joe? Hey, how, how easy would it be to discipline the kids? Just tell them, oh, my God, your dad's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Dad wants to talk to you. <laughs> On the phone. No, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Pete. 
I think they got lucky to the fact that they have six kids because then it's an excuse. Oh, yeah, we can't find six nannies for our kids. When the reality of it is, who would want to work with those, the two biggest pain in the balls on earth? I, I mean, one is a, a fake fake Spaniard. The other one's just a pain in the ass about anything and everything who could just just get set off by any, any little moment and is probably prone to violence. So, yeah, they're, they're just lucky they had that many kids. It's not the kids that are the issue. It's probably oh, no, it's the parents. Yeah, it's like, oh, six kids, we can handle it. Oh, wait, because these are the parents? Forget it. So that's how I see it. <laughs> Anybody else want to add anything before I move on to the next story? Stuart. Imagine being, like, imagine you being such a pain in the ass that you're harder to deal with than six children. <laughs> that's, that's very, very true. Clearly, you've never been a teacher, Stuart. The parents are worse than the kids sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so years ago, Jennifer Aniston was blindsided to find out that Brad Pitt had a love child. That's our next story. Thoughts on that? <laughs> Pete. I, 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 let me tell you the backstory behind this. Yeah, this please do. Better, I'm like... This is one of the better ones that I, that I read today. I, I love this story. Turns out that um, when Brad Pitt did interview with the vampire in England, this was about the time that his star was beginning to rise. And he could not believe the amount of attention he was getting from women. So there's this rumor that he slept with like a, like a shit ton of women during the filming of that movie. And that about three or four years ago when he got when he hooked up with Jen Aniston, um, they, they've been dating for a little while. And somebody came along and said, oh, you know, you knocked me up and, and I had your kid. Um, and so that's where the story came from. And that the um, and that now the reason why it's coming up now is because one of the things that they're saying is keeping them from getting back together is that now he has an adult daughter that, um, that you know, from this from this booty call that he had in London <laughs> and, and she just can't get past it. That seems to be what the story is. So yeah, is that's that why the they hurdle. broke up? Is that the, is that the no, story? No, that wasn't why they broke up. Oh. Because she found out about this while they were technically not even married yet. So, they, well, they're not technically, they weren't married yet. So um, so she still went along with it. But after they broke up, it, it became a bigger deal to her than it was, I guess, when they were married. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Elizabeth. Well, Stuart had to say that first. So. Oh, well, I don't believe for a second that Brad Pitt was surprised by the attention he was getting from women. I mean, <laughs> look, look at look at that guy. There's no way he was surprised by that. Eyes, lies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the, the the trim he was already pulling down when he shot that Lay's commercial is fine. <laughs> what, yeah. what 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 he what he was getting the, all all the fallout from Tom Cruise that that he wasn't picking up. So he's like, oh okay, I'll get a couple on this Neil Jordan up those, set. <laughs> scooping up yeah. those leftovers, Elizabeth. Yeah, I don't think that a that's true or b that that's even the hurdle that's keeping them from reuniting. Um, yeah. So dumb. <laughs> it's a secret British love child that's never come forth. Did they do a paternity test and confirm it and all that good stuff? No, but, but they did have a great picture of him holding a baby that was, if you look, it spent like two minutes looking, was from one of his movies. Of course, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, then they had a picture of him standing next to a young woman with her face blurred out. And they say that that's his love child. Oh my God. Oh, my God that's so Let's not forget, and I hate giving credence to any of this stuff. Why did I log on today? But how old would this person be now? 
What? Yeah, she's like 21. 25. She was 30 years old. They said 21. Wait, no, you said interview with the vampire. That was like 94. That was 93. Okay, then maybe, 94. maybe, maybe it was longer. Right. So we're talking, you know, that's like a nearly 30 year old adult yeah. who has, yeah. has never acknowledged, oh, yeah, by the way, Brad Pitt's uh, my dad. My dad. <laughs> I mean, and Brad Pitt was pretty good about just adopting strange children, picking one from every continent with Angelina Jolie. I'm pretty sure he'd be happy to have, you know. And also, if yeah. they always accused Jennifer Aniston of never giving Brad a baby, and that's part of why they broke up and he went with Angelina in the first place, because she was going to give him babies and Jennifer wouldn't. Well, if he already had this love child, well, that kind of satisfies the baby quotient, doesn't it? So why that's certainly not why they broke up. You know, it, it, the one thing that kills me though is if we had a show, we would definitely have Brad Child, Brad Brad um, Pitt's love child as a new character right now. <laughs> Probably be you, Stuart. <laughs> uh, you're my daddy. I mean, daddy, I look just Brad. like it. <laughs> yes, when I think of Brad Pitt, I automatically think of Stuart. So, <laughs> I mean, so according to what Pete's saying, there was was more than just one woman. So there could be multiple Brad Pitt love childs running around England. <laughs> Really hot guy with the bad teeth working at the chippy down in the corner. Next time you go over there for you know for a for a chip buddy, you know, ask him. Maybe uh, maybe his dad's Brad Pitt. You never know. <laughs> they might. Oh, what if they accidentally hook up and then they produce another Brad Pitt? That'd be weird. It's just two halves of love children. That would be really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do you imagine that there's like a guy that looks like Brad Pitt but with like British teeth running <laughs> around like <laughs> at the, the same England? time? Then this person is also probably uh, you know saw Brad Pitt's Irish accent in The Devil's Own and like. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I bet you. I bet you anything. His love child has his accent from Snatch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, that poor guy. Sure, <laughs> did you had your hand up? Did you want to well, say? So, uh, this just reminds me of the, the that crazy story in China about the the lady whose adopted son married her biological daughter, who she put up for adoption, and like they didn't know until like the wedding. Oh, so they were brother. So, so oh. like, so like, so they were like, like her. She this woman had a daughter. And mm-hmm. then put her up for adoption. Right. right. Then later, she adopted a son. That son China. ended up in China. And, and that son ended up marrying the daughter she had put up for adoption. And they found out, like, right, like, the day before the wedding. So, like... So, oh, so they're not DNA-related, so but... They're not DNA-related, but they're, like... So, so, her mother-in-law is also her biological mother. Oh, weird. oh, that's weird. And but but I mean they were in love, so like they they, they oh, yeah. that is, that and is hey, the and hey it's China, it's China. A baby girl that actually gets adopted and said like drowned is like a big deal. I mean, I hate yeah, to say and it, but... I, I think it was some like weird circumstance where like yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. that's a whole well, mess. That's a whole mess for another show. Yeah, yeah. that is an actual. No, no, that's actually a serious documented thing that yeah. children yeah. like like siblings who never met when they meet as adults have. An, an actual sexual attraction to each but other. But they weren't like, yeah, like they weren't actually related. Yeah. But the <clears> mother in law <throat> was the mom. The mom and the mom. Yeah. 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 Well, related. yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the adopted mom of him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, anyway, it works. If it was a Pornhub movie, it would work out. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> you write it, Joe. <laughs> you write that. Right that soft. Oh my god, wait, wait. Brad Pitt filmed that seven years in Tibet movie. Does that mean there's a bunch of Tibetan love children running around? Uh, It's quite possible. Look, if that was silence, you wouldn't know. It's quite possible. He probably kept saying, Hey, baby, let me take you to Shangri La. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you saw 
the movie Lost Horizons from 1934, you would know how to do it with that. Sorry, thank yeah. you. Okay, so the next story is about Mr. Ryan Seacrest. So, according to Gossip, he is preparing to pop the question to his girlfriend, Shayna Taylor. Now, hasn't he popped the question to several girls before? No. He's never. I he did to Julianne. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they were engaged. Engaged. Yeah. No. He, he has, but the problem is the question is would you be my beard? <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it is. You know what it is is that he wants to be a family man, you know, like Tom Cruise and John Travolta. You know, so, so I mean, why not? I just, if, if you're seriously considering uh, is leaking it to the press, the. The formal way of going about popping the um, question, depending on uh, your status as a celebrity, yes, yeah. <laughs> truly, it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have my feelings about this, but again, it's everything's allegedly. So, um, yeah. Not only is he going to pop the question, he's going to pick the dress. Well, I just, I just <laughs> don't think you guys get married because right. I hate to keep referring right. to him as a confirmed bachelor. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you refer to Lindsey Graham. Yes, I know. I do, I do that occasionally. Hmm. Yeah, whenever <laughs> I, we do the TMI Minute, if I have to make Lindsey Graham reference, I, that's my insertion. Yes, I know. Confirmed that, 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 senator and confirmed bachelor, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> he just hasn't found the right woman yet. No, he hasn't. You know, it happens. <laughs> he's, going Graham, to, uh, Graham, he's, he's going Harry to change Nilo. the tradition and carry the best man through the threshold. Oh, I, I do like Lindsay's, um, I guess, the closest thing a man could have to battered woman syndrome with uh, constantly going back to Trump. <laughs> okay. Oh, that killed it. Battered Republican syndrome? That killed it. We should just move on. Don't try and save it. Don't try and save it. Just walk away from it. Stop okay. taking the hole, man. Stop taking the hole. <laughs> so let's just go on to our last um, gossip story. So apparently Dolly Parton is organizing a star-studded country music intervention for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> but for what? Wait, I, I'll, I'll just give you the context you know the of this one there? too. Juice country. This, this is no. This is. I'll give you the context. You know, for people who don't know this, Miley Cyrus is is um, actually uh, her god. Her godmother is Dolly Parton, yeah. um, and they're apparently very close. And Dolly has gotten to a point where she's sick and tired of Miley's partying ways, her alcohol and drug uh, use. And so she's decided that she's going to enlist Loretta Lynn and Eva <laughs> McIntyre to do an intervention. All right. This is, this is probably like the plot true. of a movie. Reba <laughs> has to show up dressed like her Tremors character. Be <laughs> well, I was going to say Trish from Barb and Star. This is a new reality TV show. Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, and whoever the other person was. Loretta Lynn. Loretta A coal miner's daughter, goddamn. Yeah. Excuse me. Fuck you. Fuck off. Whoever else, Just, fucking uh, Loretta. You ain't one uh, of take my man. And, 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 they're, and them doing interventions for people. Just random people. I would watch that show. I would, I would totally watch that show. I, if they had an intervention for me for something, I'd like listen. Oh, to yeah, I'd Stuart, be like, Stuart, you got it. You got to pitch this right now because someone's going to steal it. Because that's Stuart, a great idea for a show. Stuart, when Sissy Spacek plays you in a movie, then you can call her whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Nelson has asked. I, I, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> oh my god! Get out of here. Go on, get yeah, then. <laughs> I just hope it's a true story because it it does sound so. It's good. just it sounds like. I hope Miley's up to Just fucking like the most like delightful. Even though I know it's a very serious thing to do, like an intervention for somebody. 
What is it for? It's Miley is partying too much. Too much alcohol. And it's drugs. like it's like. Let me, Cameron. But, let me ask you this question. And I hope you don't mind me doing this, but but you know, you had some issues with 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 addiction at some point in your life. Now, and, but and, I never, nobody ever gave me an intervention, which kind okay, of affected my self esteem. Let's say Reba McIntyre showed up at your door. Dressed as a character from Tremors. <laughs> Only as the Tremors character. With Michael no. Gross in tow. With Michael Gross in tow. But Michael you Gross has to be his family ties that's, character. That's how you know you've had too much to drink. What's What's funny is that is that uh, Reba McIntyre was all over the gossip columns for different reasons. I don't know why, but I guess she's the go-to for older country artists because there was that story, and then the other big one was that she is a nightmare for Kelly Clarkson because she she's her his her mother-in-law from oh, yeah. her failed marriage, and apparently they were very close until everything happened with the marriage, and now Reba has become her sworn enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> that, that I believe. That I believe. Why is that so goddamn hilarious to me? I don't That's know really why, but it is. Funny. It just is. You know what's so fucked up is they they are in a music video together of a Kelly Clarkson song, and like the implication in the video is that Kelly, like Kelly's kind of think, supposed to be her daughter, and Kelly's being like viciously beat by her husband, like having to cover like a black eye with makeup, <laughs> and they sing like this whole song together, and like. It's <laughs> just now they're sworn enemies. Oh my god, that's a shame. Because of you. Video with Reba McIntyre. Yeah, yeah the song is called "Because of You." Yeah, oh yeah, it's like a re like Kelly Clarkson has like because original, of original, yeah, the original version that she did like a duetted version with mm. Reba. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's like a it's a really melodramatic video at the end of the day. <laughs> now they now they're enemies. Wow, that is that's pretty pretty crazy. Um, so that was actually uh, the last story I have on my notes. So can we move on to our final segment, Pete? Sure. Why not? Why, why would I care? Okay. All right. Um, so today is Cinco de Mayo, and far be it for us and not, not to not use that as a perfectly good excuse to kill 20 minutes. So first, <laughs> Joe had an interesting question, and we thought we'd talk about it. So according to Joe... He asked this question, should people who are openly hostile towards immigrants, possibly even racist, be allowed to celebrate cultural holidays like Cinco de Mayo? No. No, because they don't even like the, the don't place it's coming from in the, in the first place. So they don't, they don't respect it and they don't probably actually want it's the trappings that come with it that are they not the even be fun drinking to. part, I'm which is all they're focusing you. on. I'm going to okay. counter with Yes. Because one, they're still stimulating their local economy. And two, they're probably not getting any very good versions of whatever ethnic cuisine they're going to get anyway. So they're kind of screwed on that. I don't no. think people people do that. Like, I don't think racists, like, racists go to, like, people hate Mexicans, don't go to Mexican restaurants, right? Like, is that... No, that's not true. They do. Oh, okay. there's, there's, there's a whole chain that, of chain they just Chinese the whole Chinese time. restaurants and Japanese yeah. restaurants. It's, 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 it's funny because... Uh, one of the things was like I, I noticed, like all these people lately that have been attacking the Asian American com- community, uh, all drive Asian cars. Like that guy that they caught in Georgia, he was driving an Asian car too. So I was like, oh, I hate you guys, but but you know, I'll drive, I'll drive the car. It's like, and, and I, uh, I like, you don't even get to eat the food. I don't think. I think that if you're that kind of ra- racist, and then you're slowly going to end up where all you're eating is mayonnaise on white bread, and you're going to be like, well, maybe I should stop doing this. 
<laughs> no, I, th- I, th- I think your point's valid, though, that you shouldn't get to reap the benefits of a culture that you continually disparage. Right, no, you're not reaping the benefits. You're forced to eat at a Chi-Chi's. I don't think you guys have never had <laughs> to eat Mexican food in Ohio or Mexican food in Ohio. Yeah, I, oh, sir, I've had to eat Mexican that food in punishment. Michigan. <laughs> sir, the Great Lakes Mexican food is eat not right. Mexican even food. A pro- you don't even get to uh, to eat appropriated versions of that culture's food. And in that case, like if you don't like people of color, you don't get to drink beer anymore, or you don't get peanut butter. And see how it goes with that, you know? Because everyone's like, oh, no, Germans invented beer. Oh, no, no, that was way before that. That's all, it's all like, that's all wonderful. And you're 100% right, Joe. But go on Facebook, not Facebook, go on YouTube right now and put in Sickle de Mayo, Alabama. There's 15 videos of people celebrating Sickle de Mayo in Alabama. Mississippi, there's, they actually have, uh, they have like a, they open up this one town um, square for a Sickle de Mayo party. I I mean, like, they'll, they'll appropriate the culture. They don't have a problem with that. They just want the people to get back in a car and go to another state when it's over. They just just want to do the drinking partying part. They just want to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah but they go to Chinese say. restaurants too. They go, they yeah. go to, they go to like all these ethnic restaurants. It's not. I mean, you got, you got to remember that it's not just the blue states that have like all these different ethnic ethnic foods. So I mean, no, I know, exist. I know. But my point is that is that that's like, aren't you going against what? <laughs> like, if your heart is yeah, racist, aren't you going against that? Joe. <laughs> but they're not rational. But it all just comes down to one thing, and it's just. It's hypocrisy, just like yeah. hypocrisy on so many levels. And what Elizabeth said, too, people just want to go out and party and they don't give a shit. They don't yeah. care about the Mexican culture. If you're racist, if you, you know, if you, you know, have beef against, you know, Mexicans or whatever, like they just want to go out and party. They don't care. They're still drinking Coronas. They're still, you know, and like you said, driving Japanese cars, if they have, you know, racism towards, you know, Asians, it's just hypocrisy at the end of the day. And you, and that's something that you obviously can't enforce, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. Have that, you know, yeah. I like someone said, said to me earlier, if you still believe that the wall should have been built or have no compassion for the children who remain locked in cages and are not bothered when street vendors are viciously attacked on the on the street, you sit your ass down. Right. You yeah. should not be well, celebrating so not the mile. So let's let's just go past. Well, and it's all, and as Veronica's kind of pointing out too, it's all a super Americanized, bastardized, like all like ninety percent of these holidays. Oh, no one really cares about like honoring St. Patrick on St. Patrick's Day. They just want to fuck up, get fucked up and party. No one cares that uh, Mexico defeated the French on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, Jesus Christ, Elizabeth. You just appropriated. You just appropriated the holiday right there. Freudian Sorry, slip. I can't. <laughs> That's called a Freudian slip. You can't fight the white, I guess, on that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, on Cinco de Mayo, like all these other, you know all these holidays that are like, oh, if you want to party, they just want an excuse to party. And, yeah, and, and as have, yeah, Elizabeth, the Cinco de Mayo actually has meaning, whereas St. Patrick's Day, that's just a loudmouth Catholic who got burned out of stake. There are actually some states in the Midwest where they call it Cinco de Miracle Whip. <laughs> and I just want to add that Cinco de Mayo really isn't celebrated in Mexico. It's not even a federal holiday. Now, mm-hmm. Mexico. No, don't, 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 don't give us too much because we got a, a trivia game coming up. So you're giving us Yes, I was just going to say that it's not a federal holiday. Elizabeth already screwed up one of the questions. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on now to our quiz. I was just trying to say, well, okay. It's about the French. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Sorry, scratch that question off. 
Okay, today's Cinco de Mayo. So it's time for a Cinco de Mayo quiz called No Sabes Nada. We're going to split <laughs> up between los Mexicanos and los gringos. Every question the gringos get right, they get dos points. Every question the Mexicanos get right, they get uno point. Yes, it's less, but it pales in comparison to the sheer embarrassment we will feel for not knowing our culture. Danny, it's okay. Don't be competitive. <laughs> but, so so if, we get, if we get enough points, can we buy enough land for seven states from you? You might be able to. <laughs> so now I'm going to turn it over Bye. to my husband, Peter. So go ahead. <laughs> okay, That's well, a good one, Stuart. <laughs> welcome to No Sabe Nada. Okay, this is working out well. Okay, so again, the way that this game is going to work is that we're, we have we have two teams. We have the Gringos versus the Mexicanos. How do you want me to say it again? Mexicanos. Mexicanos. The Mexicanos. So now for every question that the Gringos get right, they get two points. Every question that the Mexicanos get right, they get one point. It's just fair because it's their culture and not ours. Um, and whoever gets to 12 points first wins. Um, the way we're doing this is we have five categories, five categories um, to choose from. So I'm, so the, uh, the Gringos are going to be up first. So we're actually going to go to Joe first. Joe, let me read you your five categories. You pick which category and then I will give you a question. And it is a two-point question, like I said. The, the categories are K, planter places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Um, K. <laughs> okay, so you, you picked K. So oh these are God. questions about Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Okay, so the Mexican army was greatly outnumbered in the Battle of, of, uh, of the Puebla of Los Angeles to the French army, who had 6,000 troops to how many Mexican troops? Was it 1,000 troops? Was it 2,000 troops? Was it 2,500 troops? Or 3,000 troops? I think it was 1,000. Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Do, do either of our Mexicans know the right answer to that? I'm not, you don't get any points, but I wanted to oh. see. Well, I'm sorry, what was the question again? Um, how, many, how many Mexican troops was it that, that um, beat the, the outnumbered uh, 6,000 uh, uh, French troops? What are the choices? One th- well, not 1,000, 2,000, 2,500, or 3,000? 3, Three, maybe? Well, I want to say 2,500. It was 2,000. So, okay, so the gringos did not get a point. So now we're moving over to the Mexicanos. So, Danny, you're up first. Again, the okay. categories are K, plants or places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Go with Mexican, not Mexican. Okay, these are all questions about people that are either Mexican or not Mexican. So, I mean, so they have to have some kind of Mexican ancestry. So your question is, Alexis Bladel, is she of Mexican descent or not? Bladel. Bladel, from from Gossip Girl. Gilmore Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Gilmore Girls, sorry, Gilmore Girls. I'm sorry, I I was close. I got the first name right. I actually think she is. I'll say Mexican. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Okay. Well, guess what? You are correct. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that means the Mexicanos just got two points. 
Oh, we got one point. Got one point. Sorry. Uno punto. And, and we have it up on the screen, so Joe, you don't have to keep count because it's on hey. the screen, as you can see. Okay, we're going back to the to the all our blanquito gringos. So, so, um, so Elizabeth, again, your categories: okay, plants or places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Uh, I'll try recipes. <laughs> okay, so these are tr- uh, recipes for traditional Cinco de Mayo recipes. These are these are yeah, items from Cinco de Mayo recipes. Oh. Okay, for grilled Mexican street corn, mm. which of these is the cheese you would traditionally use? Is it Oaxaca cheese, queso blanco, contilla cheese, or manchego? Um, can you repeat them real quick? Sure. Correctly, is it? I, I think I did pretty good with that. Oaxaca cheese, queso blanco, cotilla cheese, or manchego? Cotilla cheese. Is that your final answer? Yes. Well, guess what? You are correct. Yeah, that, that actually, is, actually, you say cotija. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You said, I'm it's glad you got cotija. Like, Can I get some cotilla <laughs> cheese on my corn? Thanks. And it stinks. <laughs> I was imagining they have it at Trejo's Tacos, and I was imagining the um, the menu. And I, I was said, trying to picture it too. Yeah, I was like, That's oh, because I, I love getting that cider. Oh my god, like mm-hmm. it's the oh, so good. Cheese. And of course, it wasn't Manchego. That's a pressed cooked sheep's milk cheese from Spain. Duh. Okay, so so <laughs> the, so that gave the Gringos two points. So it's two to one right now. Uh, Veronica, it's your turn again. I will give you your categories because I love saying them. Okay. Plants or places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez? I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to say recipes. Okay, recipes. So what is the one ingredient that you must have or you cannot make sopa Azteca? Um, Tortillas. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Because it is because the American name for that would be tortilla soup. Yes. So you've just tied the score. This is such a learning thing. Like, like Stuart, are you learning stuff from this? Because this is I, yeah, yeah, I'm learning. I'm gonna okay, make good. a whole Loretta right Lynn quiz for you, Stuart, and then Stuart. We'll teach this you about is your turn, baby. Later. So let's see how you do. Remember the categories: K, plants or places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. I don't know what Chavez y Gomez is, so let's go with that. Okay, well, with that one, when most people think of famous Mexican-Americans, the first two names that come to mind are Cesar Chavez and Selena Gomez. Um, So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you a quote by either Cesar Chavez or (laughs) Selena Gomez. And you're going to tell me which one of them said it, okay? Because, Because you never know. So here's our first quote. When we are really honest with ourselves, we must admit that our lives are all that we, that we, re- I'm sorry. When we are really honest with ourselves, we must admit our lives are all that really belong to us. Is that Cesar Chavez or Selena Gomez? I mean, I'm going I'm, I'm to say Cesar Chavez. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That's correct. That was Cesar Chavez. So um, did anybody else know that quote? Was that a, is that a, a, I mean, it's, a, it's sort of a pretty lefty thing to say. Yeah, so. I thought it was going to be a trick <laughs> question. I was like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. that's what I, that's what I was worried about. Vaguely familiar in a way. Okay. Yeah. So no, but that so was definitely something said by somebody with two kidneys. 
The Gringos pulled back ahead with four to two now. So, Danny, it's your turn. I'm going to read those categories. Well, like, until we've gone through each category, I'm going to keep reading them. So, so I'll stop once we've done every one of them. The categories are K, plants or places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Yeah. Okay, so you got K. According to the California Avocado Commission, it's a real thing. Americans eat several million pounds of avocados on Cinco de Mayo. Is it 7 million pounds, 25 million pounds, 60 million pounds, or 80 million pounds? And here I thought the questions on K were about Cinco de Mayo. They are. That was, I mean, that was the actual. No, no, no. This is about Cinco de Mayo. That's. So... I said it was about Cinco de Mayo, didn't I? What was the one after 25? There's, let me read them again. There's, it's 7 million, 25 million, 60 million, or 80 million. I'll say 60 million. Is that your final answer? Final answer. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. So the actual answer was 80 million. Apparently, we, people, uh, Americans eat 80 million pounds of uh, avocado on Cinco de Mayo. Well, I have a, I have a, expensive too. Yeah, that's a lot yeah, of guacamole. I have actually, I have a guacamole question. Traditionally, do you do tomatoes go in guacamole? Yes or no? No. I fucking no. knew it. Thank no. you. <laughs> no. I don't really like raw tomato at all. And so every time there's that, guacamole. Who gave you that recipe with the tomato in it? I, I, oh. Not me. Well, I see it on various the, you know, various versions of websites. Someone who puts Restra- raisins in potato yeah. salad? <laughs> <laughs> Karen probably puts raisins in her Rest- clock. Sometimes so. restaurants are like, here's your guacamole and there's tomatoes in it. And I really don't like raw tomato as like a thing and so i'm like but guacamole is so good if you just take out the tomato so yes. elizabeth i'm gonna vindicated make, i'm gonna make you guacamole next time i see you and i'm gonna make right. you no know, tomato so you can taste real guacamole hell yeah oh. mm-hmm. okay so we're moving on to cameron cameron for the gringos your categories once again are k plants or places recipes mexican not mexican or chavez y gomez I- well, that first category I'm learning is nothing about ketamine, so I'm going to go plants or places. <laughs> plants or places, okay. As rich as tradition uh, uh, in tradition as Mexico is, not everyone can tell. I'm sorry, I can't even read my own writing. As rich in tradition as feeling. Mexico is, not everyone can tell the difference between the name of a town or city in Mexico or a plant with a Spanish name. Let's see how well you do. So I'm going to give you a name. It's either going to be the name of a town or city in Mexico or the name of a plant. You tell me which it is. Are you ready? Yes. Culantrio. Culantrio. That's a place. Is that your answer for place? Yes. That is incorrect. That's actually a plant. So, okay. No, <laughs> named, named after the place where the plant is. <laughs> Sorry. So in a Don Winslow novel. Veronica, it's your turn. So I'm going to uh, stick to what I know, recipes. Okay, so we'll stick to recipes. Okay. So, water and cinnamon are combined with what ingredient to make horchata? Rice. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. It is rice. So so that means that the, uh, the Mexicanos have just gotten a third point. So you are just, you're trailing four to three right now. This is quite the battle. <laughs> okay. And so we're going back to, um, we've, we've done all the, the white people, right? So, so we're going back to, to Joe. 
Joe, it's your turn. So again, I'll just read them just so you know. Um, your, your possibilities of questions come from K, plants or places, recipes, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Go. Mexican, not Mexican. Okay, Mexican, not Mexican. So again, these are people that may or may not have Mexican ancestry. Louis C.K. Mexican. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. Louis C.K. does have Mexican ancestry. Yep. So, uh, so that that means the gringo. The non the non touchy part is Mexican. Yeah, the non creep part, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that means the gringos are now leading six to three. So come on, Mexicanos, get up, get with this game here. Okay, so, <laughs> so Danny, it's your turn. What Let's go with plants or places? What plants or places? Okay. Oh God, this is this is going to be a name that I'm going to completely ruin. So right. Uh, so just assume I'm that it's that it's gonna sound something like Chilpan Chilpancingo. Chilpancingo. What is it? Chilpancingo. So that was pretty close. What? <laughs> Say it again, Veronica, for Danny. Chilpancingo. Chilpancingo. That's what I said. Accent over the A. Chilpancingo. Is that a is that a place or is that a plant? I'll wrong. say it's a place. And Final answer. Correct. Okay. Now, so I want to challenge because I didn't have the benefit of proper pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute, Cameron, to be cool fair. Was to be fair. I just, to I just want to point out that uh, Peter he, writes all of these questions and he no, knows that no. he's going to have to pronounce them. To be fair, no. Pete, Pete hasn't been able to pronounce half the English words. Yeah. So I think we're okay. <laughs> Thanks, and I, guys. I just want to add, um, since we're all learning something, Chilpancingo, I believe, is in the state of Guerrero in Mexico. Oh, great. So that all sounds know. right. Okay. Now so you know. <laughs> oh, oh, that helps. That helps a lot with my, with my premium oh, oh. reference. <laughs> okay, so we're moving on. So now it is six to four, six to four. So uh, gringos... Uh, Elizabeth, it's your turn. What category do you want? Uh, I'll go with um, K. K. Okay. So, um, which American pre- president? Which American president helped popularize Cinco de Mayo with his good neighbor policy, which was enacted to help improve relations between Central and South America? Was it Grover Cleveland, Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, or Harry Truman? Oh boy. Uh, rattle off those names for me, please. Grover Cleveland, Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, or Harry Truman? I feel like it's my boy Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know. Is that your final answer? Yep. Well, actually, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It was FDR. Okay. Oh, right. Damn. Oh, neighbor Halfway there. <laughs> Danny, was that more of a, uh, a sickle to bio question for you? Um, no, I actually knew the answer, though. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of worked sure. it out just from the four. I mean, you could throw Grover Cleveland out, which leaves you out of yeah. three. The fact that you're giving me both Roosevelt's tells me it's one of them. And then the fact that you picked, you know, the guy that, that, that went right after FDR tells me that you know the era. So I just picked FDR just from the fact that that's the way the answers work. Also, like, he was president for the longest out of those. So. Gee, it's a shame you didn't get the question, Joe. <laughs> 
I yeah. Just... <laughs> okay, so we're moving Asshole. down to the So it's um, it's Veronica's turn right now, right? Yeah. So Veronica, what category would you like? I'm sticking to recipes. Okay. By the way, this is the last question in the recipe category. So what are the three dairy items used in tres leches? Oh, okay. Um, condensed milk. Uh, regular milk. And is condensed milk the same thing as like sweetened milk? Like carnation, I, I, you don't I know. Help you. Um, I can't help you. All, all I know is that it has condensed milk. I know it has regular milk. And I don't know what the third one is. I'm sure I do. I just can't think of it. So you, you so do you want to just pick a, a kind um, of dairy product? Hold on, hold on. Um, is it like he- heavy cream? Okay, so. so. Heavy cream, condensed milk, and regular milk. Okay, well, you're actually almost wrong. Right, you're, you're you're wrong though. It's evaporated milk. Evaporated milk. It's condensed milk, and it's either half and half or heavy cream, depending on on uh, your color. So I had the, so it was the evaporated milk that I. So made. yeah, you missed out on the. There is no actual. I did look this up. They do not use regular milk in it. Interesting. I've that, I've never made a tres leches cake, so I. They're good. <laughs> so, I like them. I just I've never. But yeah, uh, also condensed and sweetened milk, I think, are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't sure. So, So, okay, so the recipe category is off the board. So we're left right now with cake, plants plants or places, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. And this question goes to Stuart. I'm going to go with Mexican, not Mexican. Mexican, not Mexican. Okay, so let me ask you, Zach Efron. Mexican, not Mexican. Not Mexican. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay, well, that happens to be correct. So, uh, Zac Efron is not Mexican. He's uh, he's something else. He's just <laughs> damn handsome is what he is. He's very caliente, but he's not Mexican. <laughs> Hey, you watch yourself, buddy. Don't objectify people. Yes, that's wrong. Okay, so that means that now the Gringos have an eight to four lead. Um, we're getting close to our 12. Um, okay, so um, Danny, it's your turn. You're back up on the board. Which Let's go back to plants and places. Oh, God, you have to keep going to the one that I have to pronounce it. <laughs> okay, well, this one's not that hard. This, is, this one's pretty hard. Menta de gatos. Is that a place or is it a plant? Okay, was that three words? Yes, it was three words. Menta de gatos. Menta? That's what it says. M-E-N-T-A. Oh, M-E. M-E-N-T-A. De gatos? Yes. I'll say it's a plant. Is that your final answer? Final answer. That's correct. It is a plant. That's mint. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. mint something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, there could be a hidden city. So I was just, I was like an island of cats, right? That's what it translates. 
Okay, so so that means that the uh, the uh, Mexicanos just got their fifth point. It's eight to five, and we're going over to Cameron. Cameron, what category would you like? All right. Well, I, I like that because you know I've often been called Delgato Blanco for my reflexes, uh, so I'm going to stick with that category as well. Plants or places? Okay, so is this a plant or a place? Gordo Lobo. Gordo Lobo. Gordo Lobo. That's a place. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's incorrect. It's a plant. If you make tea with that, it's really good for coughs. (laughs) You could have said that before I answered. (laughs) (laughs) My mom used to give me that tea when I was a kid, and I used to have a cough. (laughs) Okay, so we're going back to the Mexicanos. Veronica, you're on the board. What do you want? You can't pick recipes. I know. I'll do the plants or places. Okay, this is the final. Oh, uh, this is the final question in the plants or places category. Hermosillo. Oh, is that a- oh that's yeah. easy. Place. Hermosillo. Place? That is correct. Beautiful place, by the way. If you ever get a chance, check it out. Okay, so, so is, it in, is it in Guerrero? <laughs> it is not in no, it is not in the state of Guerrero. I think I want to is it in Jalisco? No, it's not in Jalisco. I don't know. But it's a beautiful place. Okay, so the uh, the Gringos are now leading eight to six. It's getting close. It's getting close here. Okay, so we're back to the uh, to the top of the board again. So Joe, it's your turn. Which category? You can't take recipes or plants or places any longer. It's in Sonora. Sonora, um, the choices. Your choices are K, Mexican, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Sorry, I'm going to say Mexican, not Mexican. Okay, Mexican, not Mexican. Ashton Kutcher. Oh, he's a Midwest boy. But I, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm 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 gonna take a gamble here and say Mexican. Is that your final answer? Yes. Well, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. He is not Mexican. Okay, so we're going back over to the Mexicanos. Um, this, you could get right back in this one right now, uh, Danny, if you get this correct. So your categories that you have left are K, Mexican, not Mexican, or Chavez y Gomez. Mexicano or no Mexicano. Okay. Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, Linda Carter. Mexican. Is that your final answer? Final answer. That is correct. So it's now eight to eight, eight to seven, eight to seven. It's getting real close. And by the way, that is the last question in that category. We're down to two categories now because God knows I didn't expect this to go this long. Um, <laughs> so okay, so Elizabeth, it's your turn. You're down to you have to choose from either K or Chavez y Gomez. Wait, Pete, uh, Pete, just real, real quick. How, so in those categories, how many questions are left? Yeah. Um, in in the um, K category, we still have, um, I believe, three more questions. And in the uh, Chavez y Gomez, we still have four questions. Okay. So we're still, we're still good for a few more questions. Uh, I will go with the K category. Okay. So um, according to a survey on alcohol.org, Americans drink an average of this many alcoholic beverages each single de Mayo. Is it 2.4, 3.5, 4.5, or 5.5? Uh, 
or 5.3? Why did I pick this? I have no fucking clue. Um, (laughs) Can you rattle off those numbers again? Sure. It's 2.4 drinks uh, or 2.4 beverages, 3.5, 4.1, or 5.3? Uh, I'll say 5.3 because of Cinco de Mayo. Is that your final answer? Sure. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It's actually 3.5 alcoholic uh, beverages okay. per person, for adults on Cinco de Mayo. I had no shot at this. <laughs> okay, so uh, Veronica, it's your choice between K or Chavez y Gomez. Um, what is the, what does K mean again? What's that category about? That's, that's a stupid, every question is big K. It's, it's the, it's Pretty questions pertaining oh, okay. to, to, um. To I'm going to do the Gomez or, or Chavez. Okay. So remember, this is going to be a quote by either Cesar Chavez or Salida Gomez. We only have one life and it's very precious and there's a lot we can do with it. And there's a lot we should do with it. Is that Cesar Chavez or Selena Gomez? Again, I think this is a trick question, so I'm going to go with Selena Gomez. Is did that your final? Did she have a kidney transplant or something like that? What's it again? She got she had a kidney transplant, right? Uh huh. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go with her, with Selena Gomez. So that's your final answer. Yeah. Well, you just tied the game yeah. because that Definitely. was Selena Gomez. That was definitely said by somebody without a functioning kidney. Little circular in logic, almost even kidney shaped, except she <laughs> she okay, wouldn't know so, she only has one. I, okay, so we're going to Stuart right now. Stuart K or go, uh, Chavez y Gomez? Chavez y Gomez. Okay, so remember, it's a quote by either Cesar Chavez or it's Lita Gomez. We draw our strength from our very despair in which we have been forced to live. I'm going to go with Chavez. Cesar Chavez, that's your final answer? Yeah. That's correct. So uh, that was Cesar Chavez. Okay, so you guys are on the precipice at this point. It's 10 to 8 right now. So, Danny, you got to keep your team in the game. So you've got one question left in the uh, in the K category, and you got two left in in uh, Chavez y Gomez. <clears throat> so we technically can't even win. Yeah, we've won. Well, no, I mean, no, there's you, still a lightning round. You still could it's tie. not a lightning round. They still could tie. <clears throat> uh, Chavez y Gomez. Okay. This is, again, a quote from either Cesar Chavez or Selena Gomez. If you are broken, you do not have to stay broken. Selena Gomez. Is that your final answer? See. That's correct. So you tightened it up. It's now 10 to 9. 10 to 9. So now, Cameron, you could win the game right here. So we've got one question left in K and one question left in... Chavez y Gomez. Which one do you want? Chavez y Gomez. Okay. You are never strong enough that you don't need help. Is that Cesar Chavez? No, that, that's, that's somebody who needs a kidney. That's Selena Gomez. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. That's actually Cesar Chavez. Oh. 
See, I told you, you can't always tell. Okay, so so Joe, this could be for no, no, the. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, Veronica. This could be for the tie and the end of this living nightmare that I'm, I've created. <laughs> <laughs> so you have one question left, and that question is in K. Great. <laughs> okay, so so in what year? I'm sorry. Actually, we do have we, no, no, we have two questions. I forgot we oh, actually have two questions. Come on. So no, this could technically win the game for okay. one person, one team, or the other. Okay. In what year did Congress declare Cinco de Mayo an official U.S. holiday? Was it 1988, 1998, 2000, or 2005? I don't. Let's see. I don't remember it being a holiday when I was a kid. So I don't think it was in 88. What was the next year? It was 88, 98, 2000, or 2005. Um, I want to say I was celebrating Cinco de Mayo in 98. I'm going to say 98. Is that your your final answer? Yes, that's my final answer. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It was during the George Bush era, uh, 2005. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That Okay, I didn't know. We celebrated, but it was never a holiday. So we still have one question left. So this question could determine the, the, the game. For, well, it's, it is going to ter- determine the game for either a tie or for a win for the Gringos. So we're going to Elizabeth. A win Elizabeth. or a win? It's, it's already it's a last win. question. No, 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 because if, they get, if you get it wrong, oh, yeah, that's true. But that's <laughs> How about this? Go ahead and ask it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a multiple choice question. So, so if, if Elizabeth gets it wrong, the the uh, Mexicanos because yeah, it is but it's holiday, my turn. Can, can go. Oh yeah, oh, sorry. It's, it's, it, it's, it's I thought it was Elizabeth's turn. Oh, no, it's Joe. No, no, it's oh, okay, Joe. my turn. Okay, Joe. So according to Time Magazine, in this decade, Cinco de Mayo became a drinking holiday in the U.S. because beer companies targeted the Spanish-speaking population in a marketing campaign. Is it the 1960s, the 70s, the 80s, or the 90s? Hmm. I'm, you know, I'm. It's down to two choices for me, so I'm just gonna flip a coin. Um, I'm gonna say the '70s. Okay. Now, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna say whether you're right or wrong. I'm gonna ask. Um, whose turn was it on the Mexicanos? Is it Danny? Danny. Danny's. Danny's, so Joe said the 70s, so you could choose 60s, 80s, or 90s. I think it was the 80s. Okay, so so Joe says the 70s, Danny says the 80s. The actual answer is the 1980s. The Mexicanos have tied it, and that is our game. So, Yay! Uh, so guess what, Mexicanos? <laughs> Even though it's your culture, you just barely tied the white people. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, they got five questions right. We got ten questions right. (laughs) Don't forget to tune in next Wednesday for those boys. You had to work harder to (laughs) get further. Exactly. That's That's America. America. That's the American (laughs) way. (laughs) That's our game. So happy single to mile. All right. Well, that is our Cinco de Mayo show. And thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow at 6 p.m. Bye, everyone. Have a good night and stay safe. Adios.
Adiós. Adiós.